Welcome to The Offer Letter, the podcast designed to help you, the job seeker, to perfect your interview skills. Every episode, we have a special guest here to help us decode a common interview question with me, your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano. Today's question is, describe a time when your team or company was undergoing a change. Now, we all know that change is inevitable and all companies go through it. I mean, I've been in companies that have gone through quite a bit of change. And you know what? There were lots of different thoughts and feelings that went around the office. I mean, like confusion, you get some frustration. And to be honest, you even get some of that fear. So how can you take a situation like this and tell a recruiter about this experience that might not have been the best situation for you? Today's guest is Al Smith, a.k.a. The Hired Guy. He's an executive career coach with 30-plus years of experience as a sales, marketing, and training executive, and an author of one of two top-rated books of its kind on Amazon called Hired, Paths to Employment in the Social Media Era, which is top-rated in all three of its categories of resumes, job search, and careers on Amazon. So, Al, welcome to the podcast. So why do you think recruiters ask this question then? Well, to me, that's another one of the adaptability questions. You know, that's it's they're wanting to see how you would react to something that uh, what is obviously a negative, something bad that's happening in the company and how you uh, can make the, the most of it. In this case, we were all losing our jobs. Uh, so either we go for just another job or we create another entity and we chose to create the the other entity the, the little entrepreneurial part in me pushed for that but go just going after another job is a, another possibility uh trying to fix what's there is a, is still another one so you know, adding to what they're talking about so if somebody got this question or somebody's preparing for a question like this what would you do what would you advise them to do well uh, you want to prepare as much in advance as possible in practices. What are they, what are they asking? Okay. They want to know something bad that was going on and how'd you make the best of the situation? Okay. So th- this helped, helped the company. The whole goal was to, to fix what was wrong and how you were able to, uh, read through the, the, uh, or get through the fog of the situation to see the light. Like flying through the clouds in a rainstorm, you get above the clouds and there's the light, clear sky. So that's what you're looking to do. So essentially, you know that there's something going on with the company and uh, you want to know how they want to know how you were able to get through the change or even make yours or the company's situation better. Right. You don't want to throw the company under the bus or the situation. You don't want to make anybody look bad, Uh, but you want to show that. You have come with a, a, a novel solution, if at all possible, that you think out of the box. I hate that term, but you think out of the box. You think a little bit differently than other people as a possible solution, which to me, and I've actually used that line in and that uh, situation in an interview where uh, people have said that I think different, differently in and that I will ask people the question. Has anybody thought about? And that is what the only thing that I've found that works with the uh, internal candidate possibility, 
where the internal candidates are always preferred over an external candidate. The, and I think everybody should ask the question in a second final interview, are you considering any internal candidates? Proactively ask that question, because if you do, you might be able to answer with something along the lines of remember in marketing classes in college, we've learned a term called groupthink. When you work together a lot, you, you start to think the same. And my reputation is kind of thinking outside of the box. And then I would give the, the uh, example and that saved blah, 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 blah. So uh, and what I what I promise is that if when you hire me, notice I said when when you hire me, that you can count on me to open, you know, freely think and offer uh, suggestions, if at all possible, or ideas to consider. So, I mean, I've been in a, in a pretty negative situation as well. And, you know, there was a time where it, it was lots of change because middle management was just so poor. And, you know, all the frontline workers understood that, but they were the ones getting the axe. So let's say that it is that kind of situation. You know, it's it's not your fault. It really is like upper management's fault. How could somebody frame that to answer this question? You don't want to talk bad about your your past work. You don't want to talk bad about your past supervisor or managers. But I mean, they really are the problem. Yeah. In, in that way, I think I would more generally approach it that there were were challenges, market challenges, that uh, complex market challenges, that we could have gone one way or we could have gone another way, and unfortunately, the way that was chosen didn't work out. It just didn't work out. And, you know, those things happen. Things don't work out all the time. So uh, approaching it that way and kind of almost nonchalant where, where, you know, yeah, that's that's what happened. Uh, and, and you know, so you're not laying the blame on anybody in particular. Now, I mean, change isn't always bad. Change can be good as well. Changes. Can you use those positive kinds of changes like we were growing um, and, you know, there were lots of people that were joining the team. Would you be able to use an example like that for this oh. question? Oh, I, I think so, because you think about uh, companies that are growing exponentially. They they don't necessarily have the the experience to put people where they are best utilized. They have places that need the voids that need to be filled. And some people who sh- who could be used as X were only used as Y or they or people are only thought of or seen as being able to deliver something in particular, whereas, you know, let let them have rope, as much rope as they as they need, but not so much that they can hang themselves. Let people grow. Let them grow. Just yeah. let them grow. That's awesome. You know, we all need succession planning. You know, you know, I don't know if it's this way in Canada, but here in the States and almost all the individual states, we have, quote, right to work, which just means that you can get fired for anything that, that anything for any time. So uh, I want to get surround myself with the best people that I can possibly find. I don't really care how long they stay. I want, I want to get as much good out of them as I can because it's going to help them. I'll help them get another job even, but, but it's going to make all of us look good. It's going to make the entire team look better than it would otherwise. 
So if you're a manager, don't be afraid to hire somebody as good or better than you. It's going to make you look better, and it's going to make you look stronger to upper management because you have the self-confidence in hiring somebody like that. Good management sees that as a strength, not as a weakness. I mean, if you're a good manager yourself, then you shouldn't worry about those things because you'll know how to manage this person to bring out the best in them as well. Right. If you want, here's another story. I had a a guy in in this new region that I took over. Uh, He had been award winning for years and I'm looking at numbers and he's in the middle of the pack and I worked with him one day and I noticed some things. And when we're sitting, sitting in the bar that night, uh, I, I asked, you know, why do you think you're in the middle of the pack? And he was a little bit taken aback. And he asked me why. And I said, I've observed that everybody loves you in the in the offices, but you're not asking for any specific action. So they're not giving you any action. And if you just ask, I know that they'll give. And so he became a perennial award winner again. Wow, that's amazing. So ask. You you never know where it'll take you, right? It's like somebody ugly like me. You know, I had to ask the pretty girl if she'd dance with me. And so I married her 40 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't give her a second chance. (laughs) I'm in that too. You know what? Uh, The one person who was interested in me, you got to latch on to it and not let go. (laughs) Now we're married. (laughs) Yeah. None the wiser, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to let them know. <laughs> so, Al, how can how can we help you out? What are the kinds of things that you've got going on? We can support well, you. Uh, if, if somebody wants to get in touch with me, it's uh, my email. This is a horrible email. But with a name like Al Smith, you have to have A, which is Al, A Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, Smith, S-M-I-T-H, at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, type in the hired guy. Um, have a have two books, but one current book, Hired Every Employment Method, which you, is available on Amazon, or you can get one directly from me in the United States, or I can send a P, uh, PDF, uh, give you access to it on my cloud. And there you go. It's it's an easy read, lots of uh, bad jokes, lots of stories. And hopefully lots of really good information for folks. We'll have that info in the show description, so make sure that you check all that stuff out. So this episode went a few different ways, but what you want to keep in mind in answering this question is to not badmouth your old company. I mean, change is inevitable, and you need to show how you're making the best of the situation and not just wallowing in self-pity. And as Al said, it's an adaptability question. So show how you would adapt it, whether it's from the management side and showing how you manage your team during change, or if it's a change in diversifying your team thinking, then make sure you show how you were able to make it through the situation and hopefully make it better. Now, thanks for joining us today, Al, and for all those tips, it's always, always good talking to you. My pleasure. Michael, it it really has been a pleasure. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today on The Offer Letter. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can get the latest episodes. My name is Michael Manzano, and join us next time as we decode another interview question so you can get your offer letter.